I'm Nels Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. And welcome to Terminal 7. Hey, now it's more like Terminal 6.5, Terminal Term- 6. Oh, there's definitely something Terminal, all right. <laughs> uh, we There has been a directive, and it is Terminal. That's right. Um, folks have probably heard, but if somehow you are into this game enough to be listening to this podcast, That's right. but aren't into it enough to hear this news, uh, welcome back from your podcast cave i guess uh (laughs) but um very soon as of the end of october october i think technically the date is like the 24th or something um android netrunner will be no more it's and more like android not runner it's done like it's (laughs) zing zing saddest zing ever and also uh, early forgiveness of uh, the quality of the cast. Me and Nels are using yes. a, a very robust app, actually. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, but this is definitely not our professional setup, so the quality is going to be a little bit below what folks are used to. Uh, but given given the given the timeliness of this news, we wanted to get an episode out um, before it's like three weeks later, and everyone's like, "What are yeah. you talking?" Yeah. There's like, "There's only two months <laughs> of the game left, assholes." Uh, <laughs> Also, we got to give our professional friends a break once in a That's while. That's true, yes. <laughs> As they've been doing this for free for literally years now, <laughs> um, we could carry some of this weight every once in a while. Uh, but yeah, um, apparently the skinny is that. So as folks almost certainly know, again, if you're in this enough to be listening to this goddamn podcast, uh, the game Netrunner, was originally developed in the mid-late-ish 90s by 90s, yeah. Richard Garfield, the same guy who created Magic the Gathering. and it was To fun. become the anti-Magic the Gathering. Yeah, basically. Dice, no card count. It was insanity. Yeah. Um, uh, and that game was also developed by Wizards of the Coast. Uh, it didn't last for very long, I think, just shy of two years, maybe? Yeah. Well, um, you have to imagine buying, because it had the Magic lifestyle of buying packs getting a rare for imagine getting a rare for a corporation in one pack and a runner in the other yeah. pack just imagine the, the, the insanity that must yeah. have been. and i imagine it's probably just also at the time you know magic was starting to get huge and they're like well why would we try to be splitting the people who like our card games into different sure. pools anyway as compared to now where there's, there's a million of them right anyway point being yeah. um you know wizards of the coast uh just kind of put it out to pasture and then uh, six years ago, as of the end of October, uh, Fantasy <laughs> Flight licensed the rights to kind of bring the game back. Um, and that doesn't mean it's yours. It means you're borrowing. Yes, effectively. Borrowing. Uh, like how you might borrow your weird neighbor's snowblower. And then six years later, he says, hey, you've still got my snowblower. Can I have it back, and, please? And you're like, but I put all these sweet mods and everyone loves my snowblower. And that's it, all they can talk about. And it's like... I still want my snowblower. Back. Yes. Um, so the game belongs to Wizards of the Coast, and the licensing to Fantasy Flight is not being renewed, and thus they have no right to sell the game any longer as of the end of October. Um, it's you know I don't think we'll ever have a clear idea of exactly what happened there. If it was just Wizards didn't even off make them the offer, or if Wizards wanted more than they got last time. 
or if it was the other way around. I mean, this is just pure conjecture, but I suspect at least part of what has complicated things is that, you know, in the last, what was it, probably less than six months, uh, Fantasy Flight was purchased by Asmodee, which is the world's probably largest dedicated board game publisher distributor um obviously wizards and its parent company hasbro are much bigger but they do all kinds of stuff hasbro obviously makes toys and things like that right and wizards Mm -hmm. makes its tabletop rpgs and blah 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 blah. um but asmodee is like as far as just board game board games go are kind of the biggest one that does just that and they've had all kinds of they've purchased a whole bunch of companies in the last while so it may have been some boardroom politicking where the two big corporate dads just couldn't deal with it. See, that's right. See, I, yeah. I probably can't. Because um, the game, because as, as as what I didn't see is the game was getting healthier and more people involved, and the reset was like beneficial, and people were loving it. And maybe they just wanted a little bit more. Maybe they wanted to renegotiate, and someone said, "Yay!" And yeah, it is. It sounds like it's, it sounds like it's another instance of the bottom line affecting. Yeah, the whole, the whole, almost the whole, the whole. certainly, it's you know corporate boardroom shenanigans in a way that's kind of tragically thematically appropriate it is <laughs> two, two, I, two I, giant I, corporations <laughs> duking it out uh just kind of squished the game in between them um this is why this is this is why the game's asymmetrical because if it's just two corporations that's right lost, stuff just gets you know? nasty <laughs> we, we 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 were the runners that got just watched by yep. the, yeah, but it is what it is yep. right now. So it, it is, is what, what it is. is. Um, I mentioned this on the internet, but like the kind of the one. Obviously, this is very bittersweet. But the thing about it that the 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 upside, if you will, is like at least the game kind of goes out on a high note, where you kind of sure. we know where it's ending, right? Um, like it, yeah, like that's that's super cool that, that that they they wrote that article. They said this is it's yeah. ending. Here's the date. They didn't just pull the rug out from us when we're like in the middle of war yeah, or yeah. something. Um, <laughs> and you know, the game's leaving in a really like pretty cool, healthy place. It's not the sort of like unfortunate, d- dwindling like death by a thousand cuts demise that so many card games get, where it's like you know, oh, remember when forty people used to show up to these events, and then it was twenty five, and then it was twelve, and now there's just like the four same diehards forever, and then they stopped doing. You, it's you with, it's you with they stopped doing. Yeah. Or it's you with all your deadboard. It's you with all your deadwood cards, and you're just frustrated. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it's like at least kind of you know, it's not it's not the thing where your favorite show keeps getting renewed until it's finally so bad that they don't renew it again. Like there's there's an endpoint, and we know where it's coming, and it's coming in a pretty good place. So while it's bittersweet, I do like that it goes out on a high note instead of just kind of sadly fading away until it is just forgotten. Um, but yeah, so obviously, correspondingly, <laughs> this podcast <laughs> is also going to follow the same trajectory. Um, we're not. Yeah. Well, hey, come on, guys. It's in the That's name. That's true. It's in it was the terminal. Name. <laughs> uh, obviously, we're not. We're not going to stop right away. Like we're, we still got Kampala Ascendant to talk about, which we're going to talk about today. And then you know we still get yep. this last big deluxe box, Rain and Reverie. So we're going to chat about that for sure. And then we'll probably. But surprising, but. But surprisingly, me and Nels are going to stop being friends. <laughs> my plan after this is to never see Jesse again in my life. Uh, That's right. It's going to be tricky being in the same uh, field, of, like a professional field, but we're going to make <laughs> it happen. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> to um, the fans. 
uh, categorically not. Uh, and then, you know, even after Rain and we finished chatting about Rain and Reverie, we, you know, we'll still probably have a few more things to talk about. And then, you know, after, like, there'll definitely be an endpoint, but who knows? There may be a couple, like, if we do manage to get out to Worlds, uh, maybe we'll do a couple cool one offs. After that, we'll see. But there, there will be a, a kind of a finite end, probably two yeah. episodes after we finish with Rain and Reverie. We'll see. Um, speaking of worlds, right. um, maybe, uh, Fantasy yeah, Flight has played. moved up the the time of the Netrunner worlds. So, because I think as calendared, it would have occurred after the game was over. Uh, so I get why they didn't want to do that. Um, I believe it is September 7th through the 9th. Is that true? Um, yes, yeah, September 7th through the 9th uh, at, well, of course, Fantasy Flight Headquarters in beautiful, frosty Roseville, Minnesota. Although it'll probably be less frosty in September, which is nice. Minnesota. Great. It's a hot dish. Um, yeah, so we'll <laughs> see if we can make it out. It would be really cool to go, but it's also getting all the way to it's it's far far away away. and there's no other reason to go there aside from playing this card game uh so we'll see we'll try to get out and obviously if we do you know we'll chat with a bunch of folks there and put that content out on the good internet um yeah so that's right maybe we'll maybe like maybe we'll be in talks to get a collector set of terminal (laughs) seven podcasts together definitely (laughs) on vinyl i'm sure people would love that (laughs) um but yeah, so that's kind of the the state of the state. But again, you know, game ain't over yet. We got we got one more data pack and one old big box left, and then kind of the fallout from there. Um, BC's own regional is coming up in just over a month. Uh, we're both going to try very Great. hard to get out to that. It's actually out on Victoria. Um, if anyone doesn't know, I believe it is Saturday, July the fourteenth. I'm pretty sure. Um, so if any yeah, folks okay. are in BC or Washington State or elsewhere nearby and want to scoot up, it's, it's in Victoria. You, can, you should be able to find all that information online. Um, so we'll be doing that. So even though the game's going away, we definitely ain't going away yet. Um, and then I think probably our finale, our wake for the game is um, the Shut Up and Sit Down Expo, which is here in Vancouver in uh, the second weekend in October. I forget the exact dates, but it's like... 10th or something like that um we'll definitely do some netrunner something there um yeah we're not sure what yet um just like a straight up by the numbers tournament seems a bit too um, a bit too common for 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 such an appropriate enough so folks do have any ideas of like what should what should the final netrunner event look like um that it's no, no, no bloodletting. No, no bloodletting. <laughs> to no, the death. Um, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, folks, have any ideas about that stuff? It's like if you could just play in one more Netrunner event, what would you like it to be like? Especially giving you know it's a convention context, so it probably shouldn't be something that takes up like two full days. Um, uh, folks should let us. <laughs> all right get a ferry up to the sunshine coast dig under this weird rock um yeah folks do have any ideas or thoughts about what they'd want from that definitely let us know terminal seven at idlethumbs.net or hit us up on twitter at term seven um hopefully we'll see a bunch of folks there and we can we can pour one out for for our our fallen favorite game um that's right yeah but like i said we ain't done yet. We still got some work to do. We still got some. We work still to have do. a Kampala to ascend. 
Listen to us end it. Perfect segue. Flawless segue. As every as all the listeners right. as all the four <laughs> listeners are used to. Um, this Oh wow, this is weird to say. This this, <laughs> this is the is last, the last of the last, the last cycle uh, for Android Netrunner. I thought data was, oh. there was, was a, it turns happen. out there was an expiry date on this data. <laughs> we should really be ending this point. If it's the point we... we should end this. We should end this. I th- actually, <laughs> oh, I think it's no. fault, to be honest. Um, but uh, <laughs> one of the most exciting cards in here, the one we're going to start by talking about, could be, depending on what's inside Rain and Reverie, the last new Jintenki ID. New ID. Jintenki ID. Yeah. The, Nels, of course, the, for all listeners that are familiar, Nels is... Boys, from the very get-go, yep. from the very beginning, was always Jinteki. Was always a yep. cerebral katana, folks. And now it's what? It's is the MT last Jinteki ID. Mewakundu. Uh, which... Okay, cool. Yeah, it's, Love this art, by the way. Uh, Love this art, by the way. There's a very That's important a bit of note uh, from... Uh, I first noticed this pointed out by Godshape Bullet on the Netrunner subreddit. Um, so what this is, is... It's a Swahili phrase, and what it means okay. is red tree, referring back to when oh, the original Jinteki ID, personal evolution, oh, was called black tree, and replicating perfection was called white tree. Uh, this one is called red tree, and it's tree. very good. That's so cool. Very, yeah. Because, because we pushed Pretty hard. We pushed white tree in the vernacular Correct. as hard as we could. Um, as hard as so we that <laughs> if that is truly the final Jinteki ID, I'd say that was the correct final one for sure. How how cool. Yeah. How cool is um, that? How cool so, is that? Oh, I love and it. What it does, it's just straight up normal 4515, except once per turn, when the runner approaches a server, you may install a piece of ice protecting that server in its in, in the innermost position. Ignoring all costs, the runner is now approaching that ice. Um, so oh, the important—I mean, oh, a whole man. bunch of important things to note. Uh, first of which is that the sequencing of, <laughs> of actions is that if the server they were running on was previously naked, this the 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 ice that gets installed by Red Tree. Uh, is going to be the first ice the runner is approaching, and thus they can't jack out. Um, yes. Yeah, they're stuck in it. They Correct. Like, they're like, they're like, they're like um, whirlpool if it's not it. the first ice, like, then they do have the opportunity to jack out. Um, uh, it can be any server. Sure, so, sure. no. If, if if what you did was like play a hedge fund, drop a remote, put a piece of ice in front of it, and then they run, and then they do an indexing run, you're like, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to put that piece of ice on R&D now. Um, and it is a wild ID. Like this, this is this is cool. It's defensive. It's, it's even building. Let's just say this game is always yeah. changing. It's even building ice in a reverse yep. way. You're building um, base. You know, it means up. that like if you're feeling really bold, turn one, you can just install and double advance a, a, a five three agenda. Yeah. They run on it. You get a free install of like vanilla or something. Off, off, uh, off your, uh, off, off your ID ability. You res it, and the next turn you spend your last three credits to, to score the thing. Um, a bold play, 
to be sure. Or, 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 oh yeah. Or how about the or ice? It's like it's kind of worth you know. You have the ability to <laughs> choose the if you, if you got enough ice, you can always choose the the one the runner can't deal with. Um, it is a wild ID. Yes, and you're. I mean, so that's, that's the thing. Is it like more than anything else? Like it free. gives you yeah. Like anytime the runner approaches a server, as long as you got ice and want to put it down. You're getting a free click every turn, which is bonkers. Um, so I think this thing is actually going to be like, <laughs> as as the game is is heading out the door, uh, will be a a pretty strong, interesting idea. I really think. If, I mean, idea? you know, it's just a matter of like, okay, well, what's the deck you kind of build around it, right? Like, if you want to go total glacier, it's like, well, you're still probably better off either sure. with the money from Palna or the crazy boopingness of Ag Infusion. Um, but maybe something that's like a little bit rushy going with like all kinds of never advanced stuff where, you know, if you put down a snare and then the runner runs on it and you've got a piece of ice that will, you know, leave them with only two pieces of (laughs) piece cards left after they hit that snare, it's like, okay, we can just flatline them off a cortex lock and do a snare. Right. Um, yeah. And I also love old school Netrunner was always like, uh, the first thing Runner needs to realize is like, Jinteki's got cute ice, but it's got shit ice, right? It's got like weak ice, whatever, but the game is so robust now that Jinteki has all these crazy ice options, and they can also borrow from other factions as yeah. well. But yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it feels it's, like the thing you are going to want is to make sure that you sure. have a goodly amount of ice and you're always keeping your HQ pretty full of it. So accelerating stuff like, no surprise, Rashida Jaheem was in this cycle. Uh, is a very good fit or, you know, yeah. special reports <laughs> or even stuff like um, the, you know, bacterial reprogramming as agenda to make sure that like, okay, well, I know next turn I'm going to draw up two pieces of ice and I'll be able to use those to stack some further, blah, 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 blah. Um, but it feels like. Sure. Also, you got, also you got to think that like you're yeah. saving tons of money from installing basically if the runner yeah you out, can, you can easily save like two to three credits costs. and that's just like, putting down that so it's like crazy. a free click and you save three credits the, the only thing is you're just going to need to be forcing the runner pretty huge to check those remotes a lot um another an, oh. to be running yeah yep and 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 yeah. be filling your hand up right sorry you'd be filling your hand up because if you're empty and ice it's not going that's yeah. also a big tell the runners, okay, all you got is right. Events so that that could be the downside now? where it's okay, like, I'm okay, you're installing out all your ice on on the servers for free, which is cool, but then your HQ is just has not ice left in it. Oh no! Um, and then the other thing, <laughs> so people have talked about this. Yeah. This feels a little bit too cute to be really effective, but the you know the political assets from the Mobad cycle, uh, bioethics <laughs> and commercials banker group, commercial bankers group and stuff. You can, like, put protect those quote unquote with a piece of ice that either trashes itself or Himitsubako, where you know you can put down Commercial Bankers Group. The runner runs on it. Okay, you res a Himitsubako. They bounce off it, and then you pay the one credit before your turn begins to pull the Himitsubako back into your hand. But you know you just paid oh, three so... credits to get the three credits off Commercial Bankers Group. So it's like for the <laughs> okay, I think you. Paid- so that stuff, like, play. even if you're using it with bioethics to deal one net damage, it's like, it's kind of too 
cutesy, really. It's like if you just want to protect political assets, like there's an ID for that, and it's called industrial genomics. Or if you want to go out of action, <laughs> controlling the message. Um, so that one feels like a bit too cutesy, but it's technically possible. Um, uh, and speaking of ice that Jinteki got to put down in front of their servers for no clicks with Red Tree, um, they also got a new piece of ice. That's right. Called Malinzi. And Malinzi is some more Swahili. This is great. This is oh, really? Yeah, it's actually it means guard or watchman in Swahili. Oh, that's cool. And um, it's cool because he's got he's 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 like repping hard with the uh, the African spear. Oh yeah, it looks great. Love uh, the art. You, you, you tell me what this thing does beyond put a spear through your runner <laughs> body. It's so bonkers. So again, we got ice sentry AP as we know always play the seven cost five strength three subroutine ice here for our friends. Yep. Three, three influence, so I can drop this, drop this in my Scorpio's deck. You know, <laughs> whatever. AP's oh, I guess you could. Oh, that's actually maybe not bad. Because you're trashing stuff, right? Yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah, trashing yeah. like crazy. So Valenzi's first sub is do one net damage unless the runner trashes the top two cards of the stack. The second sub is do two net damage unless the runner trashes the top three cards of the stack. And the third sub, as you can probably tell. Do three net damage unless the runner trashes the top four cards of the stack. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, it's pretty gross, especially <laughs> yeah, as you said in Scorpios or potential unleashed if you're looking to just burn out the runner's stack. Um, use or or get those under underway renovations. Like, dude, the runner doesn't have a deck. How's he, how's he supposed to beat you? How's he supposed um, to beat you? <laughs> targeting that third sub with Marcus Batty. like you nail that thing if you're playing potential and least it's lose lose for the runner no matter what right um it's actually pretty gross Uh, batty is so cool like he is this like enigmatic mad scientist type out in the middle of nowhere like you know doing his thing like man pulling these crazy subs forcing the runner to eat yeah but like this with batty in a potential and least just grind the runner out deck Woof. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch. It's um because it's you know it's about the same strength and res cost as DNA tracker, right? It's only slightly different. Sure. Um yeah. yeah, it's a... Yeesh. That's a brutal, brutal card. I guess those Swahili guys know how to fuck up a run. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> um You know, and now that's it for Jinteki. Very cool idea, yeah. very insane yeah. AP. The like, question the, it, really the question is is like so I am de- okay at this point. Uh, I am definitely taking a Jinteki deck to BC's regional. The question is just which one. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be MT or if it's going to be something else, but it's definitely going to be some Jinteki ID. So I get to just to spend the next month figuring out which one. Um, Great. Okay. Uh, there are other likely final objects in this data pack. Uh, we might here have the last, and I guess in some ways appropriately, most precious <laughs> piece of next ice. That's right. Now, what is this? Because as we all know, I've, I've always loved next ice. Next ice had the danger of becoming too awesome. Yeah, that was it. So they cycled yep. out. So, hey, 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 hey. They, they, they cycled out the gear check, the hardcore gear checks, because they were too awesome. Yep. So, Nels, what is in store for players that can play 
Next Diamond. Next Diamond is a, of course, HB piece of ice. It's yep. 10 to res, although we'll get to that in a second. Um, is sixth strength sentry, next destroyer, AP, five whopping influence. Um, now. Before, uh, I'm, I'm seeing four. Are you seeing five? I'm it's five. Four, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Okay. Um, Great. Oh, no, that's weird. Oh, weird. On, yeah, the, on the card, it looks like be... four, but on the Netrunner DB uh, info box, it says five. So, yeah, no, I, th- I assume the card art is right. It, it's four. Uh, my yeah. cards are in a box in my closet, so I can't confirm. Um, but, yeah, that's probably four. Uh, so, next diamond, while it is 10 to res, ostensibly, the res cost of next diamond is lowered by one for each other res piece of next ice. That's not bad. Great. Okay. Not bad. Could be down to seven, maybe like six. Yeah. Okay, um, cool. What it does is that it does one brain damage, and then another brain damage, and then it trashes one installed runner card. Any type, program, Ooh. hardware, resource. ID. 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 See <laughs> <laughs> ya. Um, but any any. Yeah. Card. So that is wow. pretty potent. Um, six to break, that's a beast, you know, and it doesn't have the normal bioroidish shenanigans of like, oh, okay, we can always spend a click to get through it or whatever. Um, no. And it's not unique. We can have plenty of diamonds. We can have three diamonds out of the board, you know? Turns out uh, they're not that special after all. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, that's, a, that's it's, it's pricey for sure, uh, but in the right context, oof. That is a mean face the, check. Um, yeah, the, the problem I'm seeing is uh, it's like once the game's established, you're going to have your next up to get this thing cheaper. Uh, but the runner's also going to be better equipped yeah. for face checks. So it's got that Yeah, um, it's definitely – it's a kind of thing that's really annoying to deal with and can't be mitigated by just clicking through, but – if that's the first piece of ice, first and only piece of ice you get in your opening hand, you're also pretty sad. That's right. Um, that's right. I'd still rather have this in my opening hand than next opal. True. <laughs> True. Fair enough. That's the problem. It's like all the, all the really good uh, bronze, next bronze, for example, all the good next ice cycled out. So next is in this basically unplayable yeah. position unless we get something crazy maybe maybe that's true we may still get next <laughs> platinum yeah maybe next uh like uh garnet Un- there's a lot of things like paradox uh, <laughs> next yeah there we go. um not, not to be outdone um hp also got a new operation Okay, yeah, I want to say it's it's okay. Is this is the first reprisal, Gray Ops? No, 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 no. Wasn't reprisal. that wasn't that one of the, the where they beat you up with the pipe? Wasn't that also a reprisal one? Oh, I think. A... I'll check uh, while you uh, you see. tell me what this thing does. Okay. I'm I'm telling you guys about riot suppression, a two cost Gray Ops operation, and it's great. The art's great. We got like all these clone bioroids. Just like nope. Like, can you imagine how easy it'd be to suppress a bunch of riots? Like. Guns and Roses could actually still play in Vancouver if we had this technology. Good pull, buddy. So <laughs> I'm reaching deep for these last few episodes. I got to dig deep. Uh, the, it's a four cost. Sorry, it's four influence here. Play only if the runner trashed at least one corp card during his or her last turn. 
The runner has three fewer clicks to spend during his or her next turn. The runner may immediately suffer one brain damage to prevent this. Remove riot suppression from the game instead of trashing it. So it's like have a turn of one click yep. or fry your So brain. I either go home and pack it up or these robots are going to beat you up so hard your brain's not going to work as good anymore. Um, and yes, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Pipe Friend Wake Up Call was also a reprisal. As was threat assessment. So those, so those were set to be cards that if the runner has done something, he's been a naughty person. And exactly. Hit him with a pipe. Or hit him with a robot, which is like a pipe, robot, but it right. can move itself around. Um, it's a walking pipe. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. Yeah. That's right. Love these replies little things. Like, the runner has to trash oh, yeah. things. There are things that you Categorically. Down, the and they don't, and they don't even necessarily know you're going to play this, right? Like, the tricky bit is you just need to be able to capitalize on this a lot and it's like you, you kind of have to make the call of like okay can i turn that into a scoring window where the runner can't hit my remote in one click um obviously if you've got something like yep. strong box okay sure uh, or <laughs> um uh enhanced login protocol for example like there are ways to guarantee that turns into yep. a into oh. a scoring window but Otherwise, sure. it's like you're taking a little bit of a gamble where it's like, okay, I only got one click, but one, one click is going to be for a stim hack. Um, you can still not necessarily yeah. be able to. Uh, and, it, and of course, it's the, it's the same thing where it's like, you know, yeah. one brain damage. Uh, it's not that bad to deal with. Unless you're in like a cybernetics deck where that's you're true. like, that's But yeah, but in, in that case, right, sad. like this is literally two credits for one brain damage. That is not a bad trade off. Right, because like, no, I would, I would play that. That's the cost of an early EMP, right? <laughs> so either the runner's next turn is almost nothing, or you you get a permanent neural EMP on them. That's not a bad trade-off, really, as long as you just you have something good to capitalize on your next turn, right? Which means that you probably shouldn't be like yeah. if you have a lot of four ones or so, uh, four twos agenda wise, you could play this install advance, and then the runner has one click to get it. And if not, you score your, you know, whatever. Uh, yeah. So, so I love this last data pack, hurrah for HB. We have uh, their over-designed weirdness that was next ice that never really took off, and we have old school work ho- yep. workhorse robots that just get the yep. sh- get the work done. Like it's pretty really it's very I like good. it. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, where are we now, Bamels? Let's jump yep. into our yellow friends. Our yellow, our yellow, <laughs> yellow news friends. News friends. <laughs> uh, they got a yellow news <laughs> friend agenda. Um, so what oh, they right. got is the Better Citizen Program. It's a 4-2 agenda. It's an initiative. Uh, and the first time the runner plays a run event or installs an icebreaker program each turn, you may give the runner one tag. Um, yep. <laughs> wow. What's, what's, uh, what's, oh, what's it's the, very good. I like the flavor here. What's the flavor there? Deep now? down, <laughs> everyone wants to be good. We ensure that desire is met. Oof, by Tommy. Yeah, you. Eula? Eula. Eula? Yeah, so it's like, oh, you want to do some naughty shit? Ah, (laughs) we're going to be pitching you for it. Uh, (laughs) It's it's very good. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Like, thematically, it's interaction. I mean, you know, of course, it's the kind of thing where, as NBN's got a lot of good agendas, so it's like, would you put this one in? I I don't know. Um, the kind of the later in the game it gets scored, the less it's going to fire. But, you know, if you're going for some kind of tag hell deck, 
it's never going to be unwelcome. That's right. Um, yeah, it's uh, it is very interesting thematically. I think it is fantastic. <laughs> um, now they also got an Oof. operation to support those something it, if, with that tag. For example, you can de- <laughs> definitely do something very real. Uh, yeah. Tell tell me what what market forces does. Market Forces is aptly named. It's a gray ops, but it feels more powerful than a gray ops. It's a zero-cost, three-influence card. Play only if the runner is tagged. As we can see, The, corp- the our yellow news friends have easy ways of doing that. The runner loses three credits for each tag he or she has, and you gain one for each credit lost. Yep. Once once we have enough data, we can make, it, we, we can make the invisible hand feel more like an invisible fist. Fist. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's closed accounts, but you get paid instead. Yep. Um, so, so, so now if I'm sitting there with five credits and you smoke me with this, what happens to my five credits? And I'm tagged. Uh, so I, 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 I have two tags. Sorry. If you have two tags, then. Do I lose all my money or do I only lose them in increments of three? think you'd probably only lose them in increments, in increments of three because it okay. doesn't say up to three credits for each tag it says loses Got three Got that it. would be my guess okay. um kind of like how, kinda like with toll booth right which is also an increment of three funnily enough where it's like if you hit toll booth with two credits you don't lose two and then get bounced man you just how get the, bounced yeah how thematic is that is like it's like real life they only really care about you if you're rich enough right? yeah you know, they're like, they're like ah, he's only got two. He's not worth talking about. He's not worth, you know, yeah. marketing. You know what I mean? Like, he just doesn't have enough money. The guy has nine credits. You're like, that guy's a big all-star. He's a baller. He's just won the shirt gamble. Let's just, like, take him down. That makes sense. Very yeah. cool. It's, uh, oof. It's, yeah. it, it is a, a strong potential replacement for closed accounts, for sure. Um, if you're If you've got some kind of tag held deck, not the kind of one where you're looking to, like, snipe them with a single sea source although huh, well, i guess there wouldn't be that much of a swing like if you could get them if you paid a lot for one sea source tag and then, and then you do this right it's not the best exchange you're, like, you're getting a little bit of your money back but not that much um no um yeah but it's definitely as a potential like if if your tagging plan is really more centralized on something like you know hard-hitting news this is a real good companion to that yeah, we're, are runners even making enough money for this card to be oh, super relevant? I don't know. <laughs> um, let's, okay, let's 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 get away from the pastures of the our yellow news friends. Yep. Let's go to our green pals. Yeah. With uh, Nels, tell me about the bad guy from Edge of Tomorrow. <laughs> Good Paul. Um, Surveyor is a piece of Wayland ice. It is Whew. it is five to res to influence, and it has. X strength. X strength. Uh, uh, so it's a sentry tracer, and X is twice the number of ice protecting this server. So okay. you get a trace X. If successful, you give the runner two tags, and you get another trace X where, if successful, it ends the run. Um, so what this means is that, obviously, since it's twice the number you know this thing is only going to go up in increments of two four six eight and as soon as you get two ice on a server this thing suddenly gets real mean 
Because yeah. five to res, four strength with two trace four subs. Um, sure. Even like, as you may remember, good old resistor, the bloody zero res, trace four, and the run uh, NBN ice. Like, pay, if, yep. even if you have one link base, paying down that trace four is not great. It, and that's, and that's just that. one. This thing has two. And so either you're paying yep. down two trace fours or you're letting the first one fire and eating two tags just to pay down the second one, or you got to find a way to break this. But you know, as soon as, as soon as you have twice on the server, like it's super expensive for both MK ultra and Nanotka. Um, you can, and also look at like, like look at that influence too. Right. This thing can live in a couple, a couple decks here. You can even MTI slide it in your deck because it's getting in. Right. Boosting it up like crazy. Yeah, that's true. That's actually maybe not a, a bad combo. Um, yeah, it's uh, breaking this, and because the strength changes, you can't even aim to be cheesing it with Atman, because the strength is going to change again sure? in a second, right? Um, the more <laughs> ice it gets, uh, the more ice on the server, the harder it is for this to break with Almakua or something. It's like, it's a pretty annoying piece of ice. The only thing that kind of mitigates it is, you know, some people are doing kind of a power tap, tag clearing, high link security nexus sort of thing. Um, sure. which once you do have like three or four link, then you don't really give a toss about the traces on this thing. Uh, That's right. That's but right. until that point, whew, it's, it's cool. pretty mean. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so good old to, to go out with a bang. Wayland uh, Wayland got potentially their final black op. Uh, High-profile target. That's right. Tell me about the high-profile target. Yeah, high-profile target is great. We got these like two Wayland goons and this one dude who's just like, wait a minute, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not super into this. <laughs> it's a five-influence, two-cost black op operation, and we know that when it's black ops, things are going yep. down. Like only if the runner is tagged, do two meat damage for each tag the runner has. The flavor text is simply. You can't do that. Like you can't. Yep. It just ends. Like they just they they, they just yep. take them away. So getting that tag hell is a is a problem here because you're taking two meat per yep. tag for a, the, the bargain. Yep. The bargain really of two. So tags. as soon as as soon as the runner has one tag, not looking good. As soon as the runner has two, pretty bad. As soon as the runner has three, they probably dead. And of course, yep. it's just a single click, so you can just. Two tags, and you play two of these, and then the runner's almost certainly done. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, of course, the, the caveat is you need to stick multiple tags. So the, the question is, it's like, okay, are you importing more tagging stuff into Wayland, or are you taking it the other way around and spending a whole heap of influence to put this into NBN, which, you know, back in the days of, of three scorched earths and three traffic accidents, people <laughs> certainly would happily do. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, kind of the only... Again, it's always like, Wayland's always like, look what we can do if we tag them a bunch of times. And they always had the trickiest time doing it. Uh Like, NBN can find find where the runner is, but Wayland's like, I just wish I knew where the runner was. The question is really just like, Uh, do you play this instead of Boom? I mean, Boom is a double, uh, but, you know, it's two tags for seven damage. It's only two tags for four... But this isn't trashable, which, you know, in some cases, like, 
is the thing that <laughs> saves you or not for boom, right? Yeah. Um, yep. So that feels like that's the trade-off. It's like, okay, well, when do you want this versus when do you want boom? Um, yeah, and I don't, I don't really know exactly what the shape of that is, but it's certainly an interesting option to be out there. I mean, the fact that you can play one of these and then consulting visit the other, you know, puts the runner quite sure. comfortably into kill range with just two tags, right? Um, so it feels like there's something, there's something there. I just don't know exactly what the balance between this and boom is. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. And proving proving that Wayland is FFG's favorite faction. Wayland got a true. card, Nels. This card, this card is pretty pretty exciting. It feels like a great last yeah. hurrah for Wayland and Yeah, Nathan. I think it's, Nels. it is very adorable. <laughs> oh, and the art is some of the best. So it is it yeah, is an so good. asset ambush. It's a two to res, two to trash, two influence, twos right across the board. Um, so false flag can be advanced. When the runner accesses false flag, give the runner give the runner give the runner one tag for every two advancement tokens on false flag. You can also spend a click and seven hosted advancement tokens to add false flag to your score area as an agenda worth three agenda points. Whoa. Um, Whoa. That's <laughs> It's so good because it's like it's got uh, the art, of course, is a a guy, a guy conspiracy yeah. guy wearing a sign screaming like "government's coming, the government's coming." So you either have like yep. you were crazy, or I don't know, yep. son of a bitch is right. Um, like... <laughs> I mean, the thing that this enables though is like it's definitely kind of potentially lose lose for the runner. Um, you know, it, it's sure. a, it's not cheap for you to slow roll this boy for sure, right? Um, yeah, but. For the runner to deal with it, unless they got drive-by or some other shenanigans, um, also quite expensive for them to deal with because if they got to trash it and then they end up with two or three tags. Um, but you can also do cute stuff where you can like have this on the board, and the next turn you just play. You don't advance it. And if the runner leaves it, the next turn you can play Red Planet Couriers, dump at least seven agenda counters on it, and then <laughs> score it for three points. Um, Wait, isn't, yeah. isn't Red Planet? Oh, you need to click. No? Okay, so you have to like biotic and then do oh. it. Um, or you just move them all over, and sure, then you can sure. tell the runner, "Hey, you want to go get that?" And they go, and they go, "Are you?" Like, that? You you're, go, "No, you're, I'm fine." Because you're, like, you're gonna you're gonna become a pretty high profile yep. target with with ten tags ten. on you. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's interesting because they're all. It's a very, it's a very also, card. It's like it's a, yeah, because there also aren't that many times on the runner's turn where they will be acquiring a completely unknown number of tags, right? Like they might get one or two or whatever, but like the this thing has eight advancement tokens on it. What I guess I'm gonna get, and then you get four tags. Okay, you're, well you're not clearing all <laughs> yeah. them probably. Um, yeah, it's a. I mean, does this mean like? You put this in a Genteki deck with Mushin no Shin, or do you pull Mushin into Wayland? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's certainly wacky in a way that I quite like. Yeah, because you, you got to remember, like, you don't need to pay Correct. to activate yeah. the ambush. And, the runner and just, if the runner doesn't have enough money, like if they got into that server, but they only had one just, credit left, <laughs> you're like, cool, here are your four tags. You want to come get it again? <laughs> so, 
So savage. Uh, well, Nels, we've had a lot of fun with the uh, corporation side. But it's true. The and they got some stuff that's also quite wild. Um, you should tell me all about this <laughs> new right. piece of Anarch hardware. This is so cool. This is a new Anarch uh, hardware called Zero. It isn't a console. It's just hardware. It's just something you like yep. use while you're net running. You know what I mean? It uh, costs one, three influence, click, suffer one net damage. Gain one and draw two cards. Use this ability only once per turn. Eat, code, sleep. Eat, code, sleep. Eat, code, eat. Code, sleep, eat. Code, code, sleep. Code, code, code. Code, 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 code. So this is super cool. This is a neat card. Uh, we like those, 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 those cutter decks. I guess that's kind of derogatory. But the decks where you yeah. self harm, self, self, self damage. If if you if you're loaded up with I've had worses, mm-hmm. you can be zeroing all day, taking that yep. net damage, and then boom, bouncing back three cards, even more cards. Pretty cool card. Very cheap. Love these cheap. It is unique, of course. You can't be zeroing too much. Yeah, it'll just be. And like if you, and if you don't care about breakers. tossing your breakers in the bin because they're all just the conspiracy breakers, well, whatever. You just take the damage and you get the cards, right? Like this as crazy weird anarch professional contacts is kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. Yeah, and it's, and it's, not, it's also very anarch. Very like through the body, mm-hmm. like just persevere, just move on. You know, it's very very cool. Very anarch. Very simple. Again, this is like the, the bittersweetness of this game is like... Yeah, I, right? It, the game's still surprising. It's yeah. still bringing out neat stuff. Yeah. I'd feel a bit leery about before. getting it if you didn't have a deck with Levy in it. Um, just because if you do happen to be facing against a relatively high damage deck, uh, you're going to be like, oh god, do I just not install this? Oh no, yeah. oh no. But if you can just yeah. levy everything you've lost back and just keep getting your one credit and two cards per turn for one net damage, that's pretty good. Um and you, and it, it, it's the kind of thing that's where right, you know. Right. Oh no, you cannot prevent that net damage. However, because it's like part of the cost is that you have to suffer the one net damage. So you can't like cheese it with, you know, a Vol- a Caldera or something or feedback filter. I mean, that'd be a pretty bad exchange anyway. Uh, if you want that, just just get Laguna yeah. Valesco District. Um, but yeah, you actually do have to eat that net damage. Um, uh, yeah. So, also, good old. What's the um the 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 other virus that's like this? It's T. I haven't I haven't played any uh decks with freedom yet, so I can't read Yusuf. So Yusuf has a has a new friend. Okay, Musazi. That's right. That's right. Musazi, drawn by our, uh, oh. our, our big, big fan of her, Liga. After Rain and Reverie. Liga, well, I, I'm, I'm sure Liga is still going to be drawing art because she's absurdly talented, but it's not going to be on any more Netrunner cards. Yeah, the, the, no, no, she's like... <laughs> oh, no! Hand, she's oh, no! Um, <laughs> in, 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 like, solidarity, Ooh. she's like... Uh, tell me about... <laughs> So now, it's not, not, so now, it's, no, 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 no. You, you got to tell me about this, this virus yeah. this killer. Uh, this so Musazi, it is virus. a one to install, two mu, one base strength what? killer, and whenever, much like Yusuf, whenever you make a successful run, you may place one virus counter on Musazi. You may spend a virus counter from any installed card to break your sentry subroutine, and you spend a virus counter from any installed card as plus one strength. Um, that goes great with freedom. 
Wow. Where with this and Yusuf, yeah, and yeah. you're you know getting two virus counters per run. I throw a day sucker in there, so you're getting a third off centrals. Um, you got Nab Kyrie, so you got plenty of MU for hosting everything. Uh, yeah, it's just part of a good weird virus deck. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super cheap to drop, so you sit another pile of virus counters, uh, and I, like this is is not the most efficient thing probably because virus counters yeah. are easy to get as credits per se, but still pretty cool, uh, pretty cool card. Love the cheap drop. Totally, yeah, and you know you can you can use it in combination with something like Amakua, where it's like oh for the expensive ones I'll deal with it with Amakua, and for the low strength centuries I'll deal with it with this. Blah blah blah. You just have a lot of options, right? Um, we also. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is this is this is. This is I know, I, and I love for, 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 everything about this so much. Yeah, they did such a good job with this card. Yep. Uh, as we all know, ice destruction was running rampant. It was very hard for for anything to stick. Yep. So uh, FFG wanted to make ice destruction more difficult, mm-hmm. more challenging. So Nels. What did they decide to, to bring to the party? They got the Hippo. Uh, it is a unique <laughs> piece of Anarch hardware at a whopping five influence. Whew. What it does is the first time you break all subroutines on the outermost piece of ice during a run each turn, you may remove Hippo from the game to trash that piece of ice. Read, read, read that flavor, though. Getting it up the stairs was enough for him to know that if he ever moved, it was staying. <laughs> I'm pretty sure most people have had a couch or a bed frame or something. I mean, to be, okay, so clearly what happens now is that if you have a furniture, furnishing in your house that has that characteristic where when you move, it's staying – you just refer to it as a hippo now. Yeah, we're talking the old, your like dad's old projection TV with the speakers built in. Yep. <laughs> like, like you just get it. Like, yep. It's like, uh, here, I'll, I'll, I'll kick $200 off your first month of rent, but that hippo TV is going to stay. Yeah. So again, still, still pretty strong. Only affects the outermost. Like they're throwing yep. some rules down for our hippo friend, right? Yeah. Yeah. But as like a pretty vicious piece of, you know, early game ice destruction. Ooh, it's good. And it's like the fact that it removes itself in the game, it prevents the, the you know infinite parasite clone chip cheese or whatever that made some of that stuff so busted, right? Um, but for those just kind of like, oh god, it's costing me 12 damn credits to break this Malinzi with you know MK Ultra or whatever, you're like, all right, I will pay it once and then that thing's going away forever. Yep, there we um, go. Is quite cool. I like it. I think it's a very good piece of hardware, yep. and I think it'll fit easily into a ton of different decks. Yeah. Well done, Anarchs. Anarchs, again, full circle, the Parasite did come back, although it, a giant African water monster. Yep. Being the hippo. So now as we're going on to our, our criminal friends, we have a decoder. <laughs> it reminds me of our friend the Leviathan, of course. <laughs> Yeah, big, big. Whenever criminals, I guess criminals are afraid of code uh, decoders because they build insanely gigantic programs. Yep. These decoders. Yep. This is Amina, which this is one's real Swahili, good. Which Amina Swahili for truthful or 
uh, or trustworthy, which is oh, great. that's yeah, cool. That, that's cool. Very cool. It's a seven cost one uh, mu decoder. Uh, seven cost nails. Yep. <laughs> uh, what's crazy is like oh, it is also four influence. So yep. something's up here. We got you spend two break up to three cogate subroutines. Three base strength is pretty good there. Spend two plus three strength. The first time each turn an encounter ends in which you used Amina to break all subroutines on a piece of ice, the corp loses one. Her gallop, thunder. Her blade, lightning. Pretty badass. Yeah. And now this this yeah. also drains, just cuts the corp down just a little bit every time. Yep. Um, this is obviously you know the the the, huh, the, the elephant. Get it? Because Africa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the elephant in the room is the uh, seven cost install, cost but seven. you know, yep. in this same cycle, criminals also got credit kiting, which means you install this thing for free, uh, yep. which is well uh, in exchange for a tag, but you can only shake the tag after whatever. Uh, but once you do that, the fact that you can break Fairchild three and DNA tracker. <laughs> And Mausolus for four, for four credits, and the, which then forces the corp to lose a credit. Oh, that's real good. Yeah, Amina is not messing around. Oh, that's real good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and again, I'm loving these. I'm loving these. The last data pack, tail end. We're getting these high influence cards. Like this is yeah. like, it's a criminal's decoder. Don't go near Amina, which is so ironic yeah. that it's this trustworthy deity kind of thing. And it's for the criminals. I know. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, awesome. she's, she's the truth that they all lack as people. That's right. Uh, so now yeah, I think it's like you know you want to you want to make sure you got a strong econ deck, but if you do that, like if you if you got credit kiting and you're using it to install this and fems and security yeah. nexuses and stuff, whew, no whew, great. Yeah, sounds amazing. Um, it is it is interesting. So fems got the one influence. So fem we've seen fem fatales everywhere in every faction. Yep. Amina's a little, Amina's a little bit different, right? Amina's like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm staying with my criminal pals for this one. I, yeah. I, have, a, I have a lot of work to do with all Correct. my criminal friends. That's right. Yep. Now, what else do the criminals get? Because we're, it looks like we're returning to some doubles, which is cool. Oh, we are. Uh, I guess, timely or not, as a last <laughs> hurrah, uh, Account Siphon is kind of back. Wow, okay. Yeah. We have Diversion of Funds, which is a one- credit to play a double run event so you do get that credit back you were playing this is ken tenma um obviously as an additional cost to play this event you spend uh, a click it is five influence just like good old account siphon yep. so you make a run on hq if successful instead of accessing cards you may force the corp to lose up to five credits and then you gain one for each credit lost and no tag and no it's tags so sneaky. it's so sneaky yep so it's like you know kind of a much more balanced version of account siphon <laughs> right because right. like if you were paying to manually remove the tags off account siphon which you know in some cases you certainly would do the amount of credits you pick up is almost the same um yep. the amount but of credit one more click yep. but yeah it's got one more click yeah. yeah the amount of credit lost to the corporation is the same uh but because of the doubleness of it it's just it's less prone to i don't care about the tags i'm just going to spam this forever nonsense which is what some of the gr biggest grossness of account siphon was right those kind of right, those yeah. kind of tag me anarch decks where you're like i don't care i'm just going to put down you know wireless net pavilions and 
Yarnuff, um Mercs or whatever. And it's like, I was just, I, even though I think technically those two cards never existed in the game at the same time. Um, just put, <laughs> yeah. them d- put down as many as you want forever. Uh, just keep account siphoned. That was when like account siphon was the worst. Right? I was like, getting siphoned once was fine. It was the getting siphoned for the ninth time. Yep. After, Made you after like, it was pulled back with Deja Vu was the go conquest or something. Correct. Um, so, so you know what I love I love now? So like let's let's look at the old abusive uh account siphon deja, account siphon, account siphon. Three account sevens, one turn, okay? Yeah. Runner sitting there, six uh what, six tags? What? Yeah. Like, yeah, six tags. Our Wayland player. Click credit, click credit, high profile target. <laughs> How beautiful. How beautiful is that old? It's like an old True. school throwback. Like, <laughs> tag me. So because yeah, I, I gotta say I think someone robbing the corporation becomes pretty high profile. But this is cool. This is the the runner being more careful because the runner knows that Wayland doesn't mess around anymore and just sends goons to your house and just murders you on the spot. Yeah. So the runner's gotta be a little more careful. So he costs a it costs one. Also, it's a double. Also, he can't steal as much. Like he just can't steal as much, and then he doesn't get caught. Yeah, in this, in in the sense of get attacked. Yeah, very. Cool. It is very cool, and I I think it's like maybe does this mean that like, kind of, Gabe is a bit more appealing because you're getting even more money out of making these HQ runs. Sure. Yeah, and again, like he's a ten minute, getting a little bit of credit back, yeah. credit value. Yeah, so it's... I, I I played Kemra for worse value, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh... It's interesting. I think it's a it's a cool, well balanced card that we'll probably see quite a bit of in criminal decks as Netrunner sails off over the horizon. <laughs> uh, we got one final Crim card. criminal card. Yeah. Tell me about Patap. This is super cool. Patap. Love the art. It's like you know when your phone's down and you see like I've never seen that color flash before. Yeah. That's basically that's basically what this card is. If you were say a CEO of a big company yeah. or something, it's a zero cost resource, one influence. The first time the corp gains credits through a card ability, each turn you may gain one credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it says, "Click pay three, trash pad tap." And you're like, "What? That's weird. Why would I want to trash my own?" But wait. Only the corp can use this yeah. ability printed on the yeah. card. It's 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 a card that you put down, and the corp has a chance to to, to interact with it. It's so yeah. cool. It's kind of uh, like it could be trashed even if the runner isn't tagged, but it costs you nothing to install. So yep, if if all it is is a tempo hit for the corp, s- still right. a good use of zero <laughs> zero credit <laughs> resource. Um, Hey, if you get a little bit of money off it before then, even better. Yeah, it's yeah, it's cool. cheeky and cool. I, I quite and, like. And it also reminds me of like the uh, our our H two interfaces, like the things that criminals did, right? Like their little their little cheeky yeah, days yeah, of totally. the, the very yeah. cool stuff. That's it for our criminal friends. Nels, worth our shaper buddies. Oh boy, for maybe the for the last data pack. So what's Tell me a bit about Reclaim. Uh, even weirder code chip, clone chip, I guess? <laughs> um, yeah, even, even weirder. So it's yeah. a zero cost resource to influence, and you spend a click, and you trash Reclaim, and you also trash a card from your grip, and then you may install a program, piece of hardware, or virtual resource from your heap, paying its install cost. It was a deal. To be sure. 
she just wasn't she just didn't know for which party um yeah <laughs> so we got a cost of we have to so we, we have to get rid of this thing yep. like a clone chip we have to trash some a card, other card from your grip yeah, and then we can pull something yep. out of a heap. So, obviously, wow. okay. programs that trash themselves or virtual resources that trash themselves are very good candidates for this. Uh, you can use this to keep bringing back DDoS, which is, which is certainly <laughs> like, interesting. Uh, um, especially given that DDoS lasts for an entire freaking turn. Uh, not insignificant. Um, it's a... Uh, yeah, it's potent, you know, and I, uh, Gabali and the weird bird, um, those are both <laughs> virtual resources, right? Uh, yes, yeah. So are, you know, yeah. in your in your so-called pirate Haley decks, like you can keep bringing back uh, Kongamato. Um, yeah, that's also a virtual resource, so you can keep bringing that back. The, like, obviously, the big difference between this and clone chip is you have to spend a click, so you can't do this mid run. <laughs> Although hilariously, you could use this to bring back a clone chip. Um, yeah, so it's <laughs> right. Yeah, uh, that's true. The deal is like, here's the clone chip. Yeah, okay. you know, you, uh, yeah, you, you install this, then you spend a click, trash this, and then you trash your grappling hook from your grip to reinstall a clone chip so then you can at, at runtime install that same grappling hook back again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I think the interaction with DDoS is definitely the most potent. Um, but there's some other stuff there too that's just wacky and weird. I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's very cool. So well, I guess I guess they hated decoders in this set because we have uh, yeah, right? a decoder... <laughs> <laughs> we have a decoder Angolo, which is uh, African martial arts, which is based off. Uh, it's kind of like it's the way zebras fight. It's like what? And and yeah, because I I think it was like uh, people thought uh, Capoeira was like based off some of these influences. Of, oh, wild! And I guess I guess you would do this when you're buying for a bride because chicks like dudes that can kick properly. That makes sense to me. Sure. Um, uh, Angolo is our shaper decoder. Uh, Cost five to influence. This is like Shaper doesn't mess two around. MU. It doesn't want. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry two mu. Four. Shaper doesn't want this ice to get back up after this. Nope. Uh, it's great. It's this awesome. Like this guy looks like the Giver. He's like kicking, and there's all this. There's like all this like stuff popping off. It looks amazing. Four influence. Uh, Icebreaker decoder. Strength two. When you encounter a piece of ice, you may pay two to have it gain code gate. Until the end of the encounter. Use this ability only once per turn. Pay one, break code gate subroutine. Pay two, plus four strength. So this, this like, swift kick to the head yep. can hit any ice once per turn. Yep, so you know, obviously it's a companion with Lamb. Um, and, you know, some of the shenanigans that people have been pulling with Lamb are stack Lamb together with just a ton of knifes and same old things and just <laughs> blow up ice forever. Now you can do this but we spooned. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's not bad. I mean, you know. <laughs> okay. it's it, it's very shaper, right? Yeah. Like this is return to form. Yeah. This is like when we saw the B Rams and we saw. Yeah, the, uh... totally. I mean, you're gonna be, you know, you're paying like five credits for all those really nasty sub uh, code gates like Fairchild and DNA Tracker, which is not bad. It's better than some. Um, yep. But if you can stack that up with spoon to get rid of the really nasty stuff that's certainly compelling um, yeah for sure 
yeah. I mean, I don't know if you go all in on this and spooned with Kit. So you're just like, I'm going to find all the code gates and I'm going to kill them. I'm going to kill all of them yep. forever. Because uh, this because this is a really powerful effect that only the runners really making the calls on. Yeah. Like, no, that's a code exactly, gate. Exactly, right? That's a code gate now. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's very it's very very shaper like the brute force of shaper like they just build a program that's really big really strong and can just steamroll over that ice. What else did they get, Mel? Uh, they also got Stimhack the chip. Uh, we we have a <laughs> piece of hardware uh, called Flameout, which is unique. It is two to install, three influence, and what it does is Flameout can host a single program. When you install Flameout, place nine credits on it. You may use these credits to pay for using hosted program. When a turn ends in which you use credits on Flameout, trash hosted program. So it just yep. fries it. It just fries the program. So the thing it's that so is cool, cool is that even though it can only host one program at a time, you do not have to use all nine credits at once. So you could put something on That's there, right. use, say, four of the credits, that think it's trash, and then later you can install another thing on here, use the other five, and then it'll get trashed or whatever. Um, that, that sounds like a really dangerous thing to do with your actual physical hardware. Oh, big time. And I think it's still okay. Big time. Still okay. <laughs> um, now, you can, it's not quite as flexible with self-modifying code as Stimhack is, where you can use sure. this, you can host SMC on here, and then use the... Flame out credits to pay like the two creds to fetch the program with Stimhack, but you can't loop that onto the install cost of whatever you're installing off SMC. But it does, you know, it lets you kind of get your SMCs without paying the cost. So that's oh, that's okay. Um, that's okay. But remember, you're still dropping yeah. this for two. So the, the game yeah, is a you could bit combo this up with paying for the uh, power tokens on Atman. And then just, but it's only going to be a one-turn admin. But you could if you just really, yep. if you really needed to get sure. past that Fairchild three or DNA tracker or whatever. Um, certainly an option. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know exactly what the best programs to use this with are per se, uh, but it's interesting. Yeah, what 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 I like is it's it's like it is like the 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 sure and safe way of the shaperness, right? Yeah. Like it's like yeah, we're not gonna no. Anarchs are the ones that try their brains open, right? And like, you know, break the mice. We like we, get we rid of this move. program. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the nice thing is that you know you can put the program on there and just use the program normally, and then just save the flame out credits for when you really need it. Um, sure. Yeah. And then you know also even if the program trashes itself. You can always use reclaim or clone chip to get it back, and you don't have to put it back on flame out. So they're like, it's not a bad exchange of money for kind of like when you just want to kind of put down resources that are pretty darn safe that the runner that the corporation can't get at. So now you just have nine credits sitting around for when you really freaking need them. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Good job. Good job, Shaper pals. Um. Yeah. Looks, looks, looks like we have a. Looks like Sunny's got another card. She sure her last, her last, does. Maybe. Her last card maybe her last card. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what's card. in Brain and Reverie. I guess. Uh, That's right. We have an event called Black Hat. Black Hat, not cat, not the meow cat, not but the hat. <laughs> she would not hack <laughs> it with a 
rack with it. Two kids. <laughs> she would not hack it with a, something else that rhymes with hack. That's pretty hard. I would hack it with a racket. That's a great, a great name for an icebreaker. I would not hack it with a racket. I would not hack it with the stack. Yeah, there aren't that many nouns that rhyme with hack. So Tell me about this car, like, Jesse. Quick, deliver me from this hell that I put myself into. That's a good Ogden Nash poem. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, Black Hats is a two-cost event from our friend Sonny. Five influence. Force the corp to trace four. Y'all know that that's what she wants. She's like, what do you got? What do you got? If unsuccessful, like you would hope, the runner accesses two additional cards whenever he or she accesses cards from HQ or R&D for the remainder of this turn. The way I see it, I'm teaching them a lesson. And the importance of basic security. Sunny, spitting hot fire yep. on the security. Yep. Is. So now, if, if I have other ways of getting cards, this is like a. I just have maybe three more makers. Eyes yeah. On top so, of whatever I'm. Yeah, on top it, of whatever. If I'm you getting. are disgusting, and you combine this with legwork, <laughs> you just get all of HQ. Um, if you <laughs> yes. combine this with makers, yeah, you just see five cards. Uh, if you do yeah. both in the same turn, which is entirely possible, you are a monster and a beast. What's 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 like, it's what's deep? Uh, what, what what's the uh, deep data mining? mining. What, what, so you deep data mining and you pay, yeah. and you do this on the yeah. sure just sure it's like I'm not gonna beat it. This is like wh- yeah. whammo. There's like what six, uh, six seven yeah cards? oh yeah it'd be, it'd be one plus six yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, remember when medium existed? Minutes. Boom. <laughs> Oh yeah, I guess they'll, I guess they'll learn from that when Sunny steals yeah. like, like nine, nine points. Yeah. and one. if you know you have the power tap thing where you're getting paid every time a trace happens, whew. <laughs> man, yeah, man, uh, Sunny likes it. I mean, the, the five influence makes it a bit trickier to put into some other decks, but then again, it's so powerful. Like if you were playing um, a Citadel Sanctuary power tap Nexus deck out of faction. Maybe it would be worth finding the five influence to include one of these. Because <laughs> that's one hell of a turn. Right? You first cast that and yeah. three clicks with two at Yeah, man, you're getting in there. Yeah. Even, even if you're chewing, you have a lot of money, even if you're chewing through uh, assets and stuff and paying them to trash them, you can just keep hammering that again and getting it over. Exactly. Money. Good job, Sonny. Good job, Sonny. And finally. I guess I guess finally, 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 yeah. good word for this. As the the last card in the last cycle of Android Netrunner, we have the Kasai String. It is a one to install virtual resource, no influence. Um, okay. The first time a successful run on a remote server ends each turn, you may place one power counter on Kasai String if you access cards and stole no agendas. When Kasai String has four or more power counters on it, add it to your score area as an agenda worth one additional point. This is super cool. Yeah. Unique, uh, what's needed? So unique, in, unique, unique install, but not unique in your deck. So hypothetically, you could score you three of these. Yeah, because it's not unique once it's in, it's just it's exactly. just a blank agenda worth one exactly. Point. That's what's what's super cool is this is kind of a celebration of like running. Yeah. Right? This is like. You made it there. You checked it out. You did it enough times. You done good, yep. runner. Here's your reward. yeah. Super I mean, the thing cool. that it does let you do, you know, if you get this down and the like, the corp has some asset 
Then you'd be like, okay, uh, I'm just going to run it four times. I'll get an agenda point. One turn for one agenda point is not necessarily a bad exchange. Like, certainly, you know, there have been times when people deliberately (laughs) plugged in, um, not closer, not people, the other one. Notoriety? Oh, notoriety. uh, The other one. uh, Freedom through equality or Mad Dash. Uh, Obviously, those are often coupled up with indexing. Well, you don't need to necessarily rely on indexing because, like, you know, that whole, like, I got to six points and then couldn't close the game situation it does happen it can happen it sucks um so the fact that you have a way to just get one extra point or maybe two like putting three of these in your deck seems pretty intense but maybe two maybe so you're more likely to see one of them and if the game is really going long you can see the other one get it and then if you don't have seven points at that point you probably don't have any right to win the game anyway um what i'm saying though like man like what what would have been kind of needs if the runner can uh, install a dummy server, like a like a dummy remote. You know, it needs yeah. to be naked. So then, like maybe whenever the runner runs it, it costs them one or something. But then you could have something established for those decks where, like, oh shit, it's Glacier. He's only to build one server. These cards are dead. Like I don't want to see these. Yeah. But yeah, very cool, neat little send off. Great art, beautiful, beautiful art here. Got this. Art. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool. Um, so that that's was it. the guitar cycle. Wow, that's we. It's we, it's the last time we talk about an expansion <laughs> cycle for Netrunner. Uh, yeah, that's that's right. <laughs> yeah, we keep mentioning it because it's like it's still. I mean, yeah, I'm not devastated. I'm definitely it's bittersweet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we won't we won't wax too poetic right now. I don't think we'll save no. that. Well, because it's us later. That too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been. The game, the game has been a not insignificant presence in both of our lives. Yep. I would say, yep. um, so it going away is definitely going to be quite a change. But uh, you know, I sometimes things go away. That's just that's what happens. But that doesn't mean that all the time you spent with them is all of a sudden like erased or invalidated, right? That's right. Um, yeah, the game. I, think, did, I actually, you said, I think you said a really good thing. It was like uh, it was a great game with even better players, like even better yeah. people playing. That's what's so great about the game is like. The inviting, like everybody's very inviting, everybody's very kind, everybody loved the game. And yeah. That, that, not a lot of games can, can say that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Um, it was really cool. Like I said, we ain't done yet, so we, we will save right. our we will save our tears for the future. Uh, but we'll be back when Raid and Reverie hits, perhaps sooner even. Um, but if in the meantime, you know, we would be delighted to gather thoughts memories whatever people have feel free to send them in terminal seven at idlethumbs.net or on twitter at term seven um uh thank you very much to us for and, 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 and this episode apologize and, for the uh, diminished quality <laughs> but we like to thank zencaster you know that's for- true we use a cool service called zencaster for syncing up our audio which is going to make it way easier for me to edit this if you do yeah. do, do remote podcast recording uh Heartily recommend the service Z E N C A S T R, spelled the way cool internet websites are spelled without ease. Um, it's very good and easy to use. Yeah, heartily recommended. Uh, but hopefully, we'll be back next time with, with a properly engineered cast talking about Rain and Reverie. And in the meantime, uh, please get out there and enjoy your games. Because yeah. just because the game is officially going away in October, that doesn't actually mean anything, right? Like, especially between now and then. Just have as much fun with it as you can while you can, right? It's kind of like, you know, when a buddy of yours is, like, moving out of town for work or whatever. You're not like, oh, well, we were moving in four months. I guess 
as well just not hang out anymore. Like, get your time in now, right? Yeah, plus, come on, guys. We still play, like, Ticket to Ride. The game doesn't... That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, that that is a... Uh, that is all for this, but we'll be back before long. Uh, and finally, and, and always, always, though. always. Thank you very much, Mr. Ed Harrison, for letting us use his track, and had having let us used it for <laughs> so long uh, using his track, Tin Soldiers" from the Neo Tokyo OST. If you want to grab that, and you totally should. It's at edharrison.bandcamp.com. Oh, cool. So, yeah, you are going to put that. Oh, totally, oh, don't get me totally, totally going to the beginning of this podcast. Uh, we'll see if it gets... Well, I mean, it's not going up on YouTube, so it's not going to get content ID. But we'll see if it gets... If I get another letter. It'd be great if he's, like, actually hunting you down. That'd be great. Oh, these are so good. I'd be so happy to have beef with Toto. Oh, it'd make me so happy. Yeah.